0: But then we can get into how E.T. recognized Yoda in E.T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we could go down a whole rabbit hole.
1: <laughs> he knew Yoda specifically. I He's think... like, that guy knows me money.
0: What's up, everyone? And welcome to the Star Wars Explained weekly Q&A. I'm Alex. I'm Molly. And we're here to answer some questions. Uh, up front, we just wanted to say that this is going to be a slightly shorter episode than normal. For several reasons. First, it's Wednesday. Uh, so we've been busy all day because of the Bad Batch and everything. We're filming this right before we do our live stream. Uh, basically because I'm going to be gone all weekend starting tomorrow. So we had to do it today. Uh, so, sorry. <laughs> Don't roll your eyes at me. If I'm, I'm sorry.
1: If I'm late to the live stream, you'll know on Saturday. And I'll be telling you about it now. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> It'll be in there... Moving my lights back and just <laughs> yeah We, gonna we be have chaos. to move all
0: our cameras in here and then move them all back and uh, it's a whole thing <laughs> But obviously the Bad Batch is back this week. Uh, that would be something we I guess would normally discuss on this show, but uh, We discussed it a lot already uh, So if you want to hear our thoughts about it, there are the reviews uh, our live stream discussion with Keith and Kerwin from Father, Son, Galaxy. Uh, mm-hmm. We can link to all that in the description, so you can go ahead and watch that if you're interested.
1: Yeah, and I've been making little clips and shorts uh, from the Q&As, and I'm going to be doing doing the same thing for the live streams going forward, so check those out. Those are all on YouTube shorts, on TikTok, on Instagram.
0: All watch the places. Em.
1: Watch them, like them, share them. <laughs>
0: Because everything wants short content now (laughs) YouTube can't just be YouTube. It also has to be TikTok. Yeah, and real quick We wanted to shout out a couple of our friends because first Force Center we were on their show for the second week in a row Uh, We've been doing subjective wars with them. So the latest episode with us on it came out yesterday when you're watching this Uh, also Jennifer Landa did a great remake of her show Jedi beat which it's like a deep dive into the making of the cantina, and I watched it, and it's great. And I learned some things that I didn't know.
1: That's impressive.
0: I, I saw behind-the-scenes <laughs> photographs I had never seen before from she the did cantina. Her research. So that was a great video. And finally, I wanted to shout out our friend Scotty J. Rowe over at Bombadcast, because he put together a two-hour <laughs> deep dive into metachlorians.
1: I'm going to put that on while you're gone one night get a glass of wine, maybe have a little bubble bath and just put that on and totally nerd out.
0: I was going to do the same myself. thing. I'm going to a bachelor party <laughs> and I was going to make everyone sit down and watch it. Because <laughs> I, I, to be fair, I haven't seen it yet. But just looking at, I, I skimmed through it. I looked at the description. There's 17 parts to it. It is so thorough. And yeah, I also look forward to watching it. The rest of the bachelor party probably won't be into it, but uh, I'll try. <laughs> but moving into our questions, our first one is from Zacharias, who asks what we think about the Respawn Mandalorian game rumors. This is coming from Insider Gaming and Tom Henderson, who I'm not super familiar with, like, the gaming leak world mm-hmm. the same way that I am about, like, Star Wars leaks. And I'm like, okay, I kind of know that they're... Trustworthy or not, mm-hmm. I've seen people say that Tom Henderson has been right about a lot of things and is a reliable source. So, I think it's worth talking about.
1: Yeah, I, when I first saw this, I saw Insider Gaming, and I just assumed that that was a cre- like that was a credible, like known source. And I was like, okay, cool. Then this is confirmed. They they but, might
0: be. I don't, I'm not sure. <laughs>
1: uh, yeah, I I don't know the gaming world that well either, but. Uh, I was excited about this because I called this one on a live stream.
0: Not that long ago, right?
1: No. <laughs> that was exciting for me. What'd I you never say, just
0: to... like a bounty hunter game?
1: Yeah, someone was asking like what we think the first person shooter game was going to be. Oh,
0: right. Yeah, it was specifically the respawn game.
1: <laughs> and I was like, eh, it'll probably be like a bounty hunter game.
0: Yes. And I, I was over here. I'm in the camp of... Uh, oh, I think originally what sparked that question was this same person said... That this was going to be a game people have been wanting for a while. Yeah. And so that sparked like people like me going a long, long while and saying, (laughs) oh, Imperial Commando or Republic Commando 2 or something. I do think people have been wanting like a Mandalorian game, or there's been talk, fan projects even of a Mandalorian game in the past few years.
1: Yeah. It it makes sense for them to at least stick close to the realm of what is still relevant and what they're still doing live action shows about. So
0: I I will point out that uh, Tom said it's not like the Mandalorian, the show, the game. Yeah, it's not Den and Grogu. It, it, It does sound like it's just a Mandalorian. And it might be a new character, might be Boba Fett. I don't know. Mm-hmm. Uh, maybe it is a young Din, but it's not like an adaptation of the show.
1: Yeah, it's just I, I, bounty hunters doing bounty hunter things. I
0: think it said it was taking place in like the Rise of the Empire era. So I, I think that's a cool idea. We've been talking about first person shooters a bit because like the Indiana Jones game came out and it's first person. And that's not my preferred genre, but I do think that Something like this sounds really interesting. All the gadgets that you could have as a Mandalorian. Mm-hmm. Maybe you could like swap them out, customize your gauntlets and stuff.
1: I mean, if it's during that time period, you could run into so many like well-known bounty hunter characters.
0: Yeah, if, if you've had boss fights against IG-88 or Bossk or any of the... Kind of like you're trying to build up your reputation, which mm-hmm. I guess Star Wars Outlaws has that too. A reputation meter with the different syndicates, but... You're trying to be.
1: build a an opposite reputation. <laughs> yeah, I was like I'm terrible.
0: <laughs> but it does remind me of the Django Fett bounty hunter game that came out like in the GameCube era, which mm-hmm. I, I really enjoyed. That it, I think it was a third person shooter, but just that you can kind of find bounties on the map, and I think there was one main objective each time. But you could go out of your way and also grab this other bounty real quick. Mm. Something like that would be fun.
1: Yeah, sounds cool.
0: I think they said that this is still a couple years out. Uh, I don't think we're going to see it in the immediate future, but I do think it sounds neat.
1: Yeah, it sounds like something that has been missing from Star Wars video games for a while. And I think once we get this big open world game like Outlaws, having a first person shooter game to follow that will be really nice. I
0: wonder if there will be a multiplayer component. I could see that of you know building out your kit and then just having big bounty hunter wars.
1: I hope that that is true because that always, I mean, that just makes it more fun to be able to play with friends.
0: Yeah, J- to, to have a campaign so there's still a story involved, but then afterwards, yeah, you all just put on your various Mandalorian armor and you can play capture the flag or whatever, like that would be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Factors delicious, ready-to-eat meals make eating better every day easy. Wherever tomorrow takes you, be ready with pre-prepared, chef-crafted, and dietitian approved meals delivered right to your door. You'll have over 35 different options a week to choose from, including keto, calorie-smart, vegan plus veggie, and more. And there's even more to enjoy with over 55 nutrition-packed add-ons that help make your weekly meal planning even more delicious. What are you waiting for? Get started today and have a feel-good week of meals ready to go. With our hectic schedule, even making a good lunch is difficult for me. Factor's two-minute meals let you fuel up fast with restaurant-quality meals delivered right to your door. Factor also offers loads of snack options like breakfast, smoothies, juices, snacks, and more to keep you going no matter what's on the schedule. You can change up your order every week to choose anywhere from 6 to 18 meals, or pause or reschedule your deliveries if things change. There's no prep or mess. Factor meals are 100% ready to heat and eat. Factor is less expensive than takeout, and even offers a Gourmet Plus option if you need a more upscale meal for a special occasion. Head to Factormeals.com StarWars50 and use code StarWars50 to get 50% off. That's code StarWars50 at Factormeals.com StarWars50 to get 50% off. Speaking of gaming news, Nate Taggart asks if we're gonna stream the Battlefront Classic Collection and Dark Forces in March. Because today, when we're recording this, There was a Nintendo Direct and a big announcement that Battlefront 1 and 2, the originals, are Mm -hmm. coming back to modern consoles and PC gaming, Steam. So that's exciting. Part of me was like, well, I already have that on Steam, but (laughs) they're loading up new levels and new characters with it. Mm -hmm. And I think just with the new servers and new attention and the ability to play like 64-person games... I think there's going to be a new a revitalization of the game.
1: A resurgence, yeah. I'm, I never played these games growing up, so I'll be interested to check them out.
0: I, I was absolutely planning on playing Dark Forces and streaming that. It comes out, I think, next week. Uh, so I was going to do that. Now we have Battlefront. So March will just be the, the mm-hmm. month of classic Star Wars games. Mm-hmm. I'm excited for that. I, I will say I'm more excited for... Dark Forces, just because that was like my first Star Wars video game, but I I do think it'll be cool to revisit Battlefront. I haven't played them in forever. I don't have the same connection that a lot of people do, where I think 2 came out in 05, so I was like heading into college and just didn't get into it as much as other people did, so Mm -hmm. I would be down to give it a shot now and see how bad I am.
1: (laughs) Yeah, this is just a big year for bringing back old things. Like Everyone's celebrating the 25th anniversary of Phantom Menace. These old games from the 90s are coming back. It's very exciting.
0: Now I'm thinking about it. I don't know how robust the multiplayer system is going to be on this, but if you can party up with 32 people...
1: That's a lot. It
0: would be fun to just get a full server. Like Let's do a full team of 32. I bet we could do it. Get some other YouTuber friends. I was
1: going to say, we know enough uh, YouTuber and, and Twitch game streamer people that we could get a, we can a who's do, who of we, gamers. We,
0: just like 32 people all streaming it at the same time. Uh, maybe we can get 64. I don't know. But <laughs> that that mm. might. I don't know how the servers are going to work on this. It might just be like you queue up as one person, but I'll look into it. I think that would be a lot of fun. Moving on, Dan T. asks what our Glup Shinsident is. So this is a fun question. This is something that I saw pop up on Twitter or something a, a few days ago. And, you know, Glup Shido is like big Starklighter for me, the favorite background character or whatever. So mm-hmm. uh, people on Twitter were discussing what's like a, a small event in Star Wars that you want to see on screen or that you think about a lot. Just something that most people normal people wouldn't think about on a regular basis.
1: Well, there's a lot of these in Star Wars. Cause I thought of one and then I thought of another one and then yep. I thought of like several. But the first one that always comes to my mind is the Battle of Tanab. Uh-huh. And Lando's special move that got him the the pro- the big promotion that he mentions in, in Return of the Jedi. So I'm like, eh, there's gotta be something there. There's... They gotta show us that at some point.
0: I agree. And so I just recently recorded the return of the jedi faq that i've been working on i've been working on the faq videos which by the way the empire strikes back is coming out on monday so yay i'm excited for that (laughs) but now i'm working on return of the jedi and obviously that's a question i've seen a lot there was a legends version of it and it's been referenced in canon but they moved it from originally it happened like shortly after the battle of yavin or maybe shortly before And then the canon reference book said it happened like in between rescuing Han and the Battle of Endor and I'm like when (laughs) Just now (laughs) he just got the promotion. So I feel like that reference book might be incorrect
1: Mm,
0: Yeah (laughs) Maybe we're gonna see it in Charles Soule's comic coming up, but like that's a perfect one here I am just prattling on about (laughs) this one line (laughs) From Return of the Jedi. Yeah, Uh. We, it's funny, we were discussing Glupsh Incidents, and I think the original one would have had to be the Clone Wars.
1: Yeah. The, like I mean, yeah, when we hear it from Obi-Wan, we hear it from Leia's message. And I wonder, like, back then, if anyone thought twice about it, or if people were like, what is that? Are we going to see that?
0: I, George Lucas probably had it in his mind, that because he wanted to do the prequels, he wanted to show... Anakin and Obi-Wan, but you know I don't know how much he thought about the Clone Wars and what they actually looked like. Mm-hmm. But for a while, you know, we didn't know anything and I recently just I just keep thinking of everything our friends have done, but uh Cory's datapad did a really great video about what we thought the Clone Wars were before the prequels. Because at the time, Mm -hmm. Timothy Zahn would reference them or Michael Stackpole. Uh, People would reference the Clone Wars in their books, but they're like, "Uh, we don't know what they look like, so Mm -hmm. we're just making it up. So at one point, like the clones were the enemies of the Republic and the dates were all messed around. So it it was interesting watching that video and the evolution of how the Clone Wars came to be. And then the prequels came along and changed all of it. Sure. Uh. Anyway, to say my glupsh incident, I'm going to go real weird. And I think this is in The Rising Storm or Dooku Jedi Lost. It's definitely a Kevin Scott thing because he just has a real gift for writing something like The Clone Wars, where you're just like, what is that? It mm. already sounds intriguing. And he talks about Radaki, who is one of the Lost 20, and he leaves the Jedi Order to become Darth Crawl. And it, in one of his stories, he talks about how Darth Krawl is known for taming the Nightmare Conjunction.
1: <laughs> that sounds awful. I know. I want to see it. What's, <laughs> and cool. What is that?
0: The Nightmare Conjunction?
1: <laughs> conjunction, junction. <laughs> what's your nightmare?
0: To terrify. What's your function? <laughs> to terrify you. That's like It's just such a Cavan Scott thing of the Nightmare Conjunction. Mm-hmm. And yeah, it sparks the imagination. I want to know what it is. We barely know anything about this Darth Crawl character, but I would like to know more.
1: Yeah, some other ones that come to mind are uh, in Solo when Beckett mentions killing Singh or pushing her. It's the it was the the fall that killed her. That would be cool to actually see.
0: That's a great one. Just it, that that's a glup shitshow and a glup incident in one. So that yeah, might be that's a two for one. <laughs> that's like a nexus point. <laughs> The ones I keep thinking of, I'm like, oh, well, now we've seen it. Th- that business on Cato and was one for a long time of mm-hmm. people. Like, what was that? Yeah. And there was a Legends version, and now there's a canon version in Brotherhood.
1: Yeah. The the Gundark Nest incident that they talk about in the- From pre- Attack of the Clones. Attack of the Clones when they're in the elevator. I'd love to see that. The Trilla Massacre was mentioned. Trillia? Trillia or Trilla Massacre. It's mentioned in The Force Awakens. Yeah, the
0: Tar. Like, what's a tar? You ever heard of the Trillia Massacre? Yeah. <laughs> Although I guess we basically know what went down there.
1: <laughs> rathtar has killed a bunch of yeah. people.
0: <laughs> we can leave that up to the imagination.
1: Oh. Uh, uh, oh,
0: we both just thought of new ones. Go.
1: The Bothans. Many Bothans died to bring us this information. Like, people keep talking about... Bothans because we don't know what they look like anymore technically we have never seen them in canon Yeah,
0: at this point it feels like a joke the fact that like come on just show us bring back the Legends Bothan and be like there are you happy nerds there's a (laughs) it's a Bothan it's the same
1: Mon Mothma seemed so upset when she says that line and we're all like whoa, what, how many Bothans were there? What did they do to get this information? Like, I want to know what happened there.
0: Here's one that popped into my head uh, more recently, uh, and by that I mean the past couple years, but I can't remember when the first time I it was I noticed 3PO and R2 at the beginning of Empire Strikes Back talking about how 3PO said it was cold, so R2 turned the heaters on and melted Leia's room, and got her clothes all wet. Mm-hmm. And I was like, oh, that's just funny. And something I hadn't noticed until I was uh, an adult. But I found out that there is a children's book story of exactly that. That's and I crazy. couldn't find it. I tried to find it and it was like really expensive online. <laughs> I need to look <laughs> they again. They know
1: it's got that secret story. Yeah,
0: so I was like, oh, I, I wanted to get that book. And it- it's one of those Little gold books or something. I'll have to find it. But it it was like, it couldn't justify me wanting to simply read it. <laughs> but one day, maybe I'll get it. <laughs> Our last question of the day comes from Eloasti, who asks if the Jedi know more about Yoda's species, or if it's just a secret to the audience. Ooh. Is it as mysterious in-universe as it is to us?
1: I want to say it is... Because I feel like when when some characters meet Grogu, they're like, oh, look at you. Never seen, like, I've only seen one other of your kind.
0: That's true. I mean, I, yeah, I would say that's true for, like, Luke, but the Jedi knew three of them at least. That's,
1: yeah. Yeah, all.
0: And Yoda. Y- yeah, well, yeah. <laughs> but someone like Keller and Beck... I assume knew all three of them. Mm. There may have been more. So in my mind, I think the Jedi did know where they came from. I I guess my instinct is to say it's just a mystery to the audience. It does seem like the galaxy at large might not know where these people come from, or else the armor would have been like. Oh, one of those little green guys. You need to get him home. He's right around the corner. <laughs>
1: <laughs> yeah. Yeah, I don't know. Like, there was no delegation of them in the Senate.
0: That's true. That we saw. Uh, but that, yeah.
1: That we saw. There were ETs, but no, right. no Yodas.
0: <laughs> but then we can get into how E.T. recognized Yoda in E.T. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so we could go down a whole rabbit hole.
1: <laughs> he knew Yoda specifically. I he's think... like, that guy owes me money.
0: I think that the Jedi would look into a species if they knew of only three of them and all three of them were highly force sensitive. Mm -hmm. They'd probably ask some questions and look around. So I I think that in universe, it's probably not as big of a secret.
1: Probably not. But that makes me even more frustrated that we don't know more. Someone just ask someone else. Yeah.
0: Yeah. If someone would just ask Yoda where he's from,
1: Joe Costa knew definitely knew all about the homeworld, and she was just keeping it from anyone who uh-huh, asked. She yeah. was like, "Oh, those—that's in my private that's library." That's
0: special knowledge. That's all the Grand Inquisitor wanted. That's why he fell to the dark side. Is because <laughs> Joe Costa knew specifically wouldn't tell him where Yoda was from. <laughs> that's all the time we have for questions today. Sorry again. It was kind of a shorter one. It's my fault. It's my bad. But
1: <laughs> gotta go off gallivanting with the boys. I'm
0: sorry. That's tomorrow slash right now when you're watching this but (laughs) (laughs) thank you all for watching if you want to leave a question for next week's video just put it in the comments below or sign up for patreon to join our weekly q a discussion if you haven't already please like this video subscribe to the channel
1: follow us on twitter instagram tiktok threads and blue sky
0: and as always thanks for watching and may the force be with you don't
1: you love an extra hundred dollars in your pocket